I like it a lot. Natalie got oh. me a sweater. Good. I'm so happy. It's very cozy. I was feeling down today. I popped this thing on. Now I'm chilling. Yeah. Oh, it looks great. I'm so excited. You know, like when you buy things off of Etsy, I mean, you know, no shade to handmade sellers or anything like that, but you simply never know. It's a roll of um, the dice. It is, but I'm glad it, it seemed like this is a, a good one. This very much worked out. This is It's very cozy. Uh, I usually buy my sweaters the same size as the rest of my clothes, which is a mistake. You should buy big sweaters. Yeah, I love a big sweater. Like I, I do too, I found out. And like, okay, all right, everybody. I got Michael this crew neck sweatshirt, which I was going to get you a hoodie, but they were sold out. Literally, this woman had two items of clothing with this piece of embroidery left over. I understand. Um, and they were crewnecks and there was a small and there was a 2X. And I was like, if I saw that there was a 2X available, I would jump on that shit. Like, I For love sure. a baggy moment. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know if boys like that. And so I texted yeah. Michael and and you gave me the blessing that boys <laughs> like baggy sweatshirts. And so boys I got like sweat- for you. Yeah, absolutely. Good. I love it. Okay. Well, speaking of boys liking things like I, I i know we have to like do the intro and stuff but i do want to tee up i i need your help because i do know not i i do know not i do know and not. i do and i do not know what to get my boyfriend for christmas Ooh, i need help oh you're cutting it close man we I gotta do, we gotta get to ordering dude Dude, I tried already, and I think <laughs> I struck out because I oh, no. I gave it to him because I was excited, and like he he did really good, but it is a shirt that he has not tried on or worn, and then I took it and I sure. really like it, so I think it's just mine now, and I need to try again at Christmas. Okay, okay, we can do that. We can do that. Did he like my stuff? Yeah, he did like your stuff a lot. That's the thing is you already got my boyfriend a Christmas present. I sure did. I need and help. I, and I nailed it. You did nail it. And he's going to send you something. And the thing is, that's adorable. And the thing is, you can't <laughs> copy me. Otherwise, you'll be no, copying me. Then I'll be copying you. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you, first of all. Uh, <laughs> so we got to go a different brands. You know, if I know Jimmy, and he I likes, think I do. He likes a specific clothing brand. But I could not find anything I liked. At Sci-Fi? No, he likes this brand called Ruka. I love Ruka. Of course he likes Ruka. I couldn't find anything that, well, I was specifically looking for like hoodies, but like, I don't know. I wasn't vibing with it. That's so funny. I like everything he wears, so I don't know. That's so funny because I ordered from Ruka the day I bought Jimmy's stuff from a different (laughs) website. (laughs) <laughs> wow um fucking jesus okay well with that in mind we should I do think, the intro i think and i then, can help you out though yeah 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 okay all right all, all right good. i think we gotta uh, rip it and then run it rip it run it and zip it down so zip that's it, it huh <laughs> your chips are down and you're throwing in the towel i don't think so because there's still one podcast out there that we can count on Hey everyone. Hey folks. Hey everyone. What's up everyone? You're listening to My Ex and I with Natalie, Natalie and, Michael. and Michael. Two people who used to date but don't anymore. They talk about their lives, dating, relationships, and basically everything else. But they're not professionals. They're just making jokes. Don't take anything they say too seriously. It's My Ex and I podcast. Natalie can't stop talking and Michael can't stop bleeding. They're talking, talking exes, exes for the rest of years. Why would you start a podcast with your ex? Because loneliness is that hard. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael. 
And I'm Natalie. And my ex and I have a podcast together. And we do. This is episode 141. 141. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Here we are again. Here we are again. Just We're shooting. Back. Just shooting. Michael's on the bed. I'm on the bed. My, I've, I love I've, that. I've hit a turning point with my knee where it is just, it's not doing it. Right. It's not doing it. And my thigh now is like, Natalie, for my ex and I. Your knee, this is, your knee hasn't been doing it for a while, my friend. Hasn't been doing it for a while. That is true. Listen, it hasn't been good at it for a while. Sure. However, it's quit. Quit. It quit. It was like, listen, I've been showing up. I've been collecting a paycheck. God bless. Uh But Mm -hmm. I think it's best for both of us if I leave. Okay. And sure enough, it did. Yeah. Okay. And so it's, it's resigned. Yes. And it's pissing the thigh off because right. now the thigh I has to guess do the is, knees job. I guess it's doing more work probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes um, sense to me. But now that hurts all the time. So we're, I said to my mother the other day, I think I could draw the inside of my knee because I can just feel everything in there. Yeah. Uh, and it feels the, the thigh feels like when you clench your jaw too much mm-hmm. and then you finally let go and it's mm-hmm. like this weird like pain, but kind of good feeling yeah that's what's going on with the thigh so we got we got a lot of issues going on so i'm in bed (laughs) a a bad unfortunate bad yeah yeah um any any updates on you know i'm team noonie michael yeah yeah i don't know if you had any updates for that fan club honestly first of all thank you all Uh uh for being a part of the fan club i'm ready now um I again it. i think i think this was a bit of a turning point where it's like listen i was mm-hmm. happy to wait when it when the knee was still at work but it's not and so yeah. let's get some let's, let's get some fresh blood in here new blood yeah. what do they call it well not literally new blood that would be bad for you yeah you gotta there's a whole process they gotta put it through they gotta a, put it through a centrifuge oh, one I know. of those one of those spitting machines oh i know uh but maybe I'll need it. You never you, know. Yeah, you will probably. Probably. Right? Yeah, I never have before, but they've never oh, taken okay. anything out before. Sure. I had it when I was a kid when I was dying. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Uh, Centrifuge. <laughs> so I think, I think you're going to have some big developments for the fan club when, you know, by the time you write the New Year's newsletter. That's great because yeah. I got a January 15th deadline. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I I'll, I'll get you the information as soon as possible. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I'm ready to call my hematologist and say like, "Hey, dog. Hey, dog. I gave I gave you a lot of time, but this this new medicine this sucks it, bad. It's yeah, it sucks real bad, and I don't. No one's no one's told me. I did see, or I would I, I should say, my mom saw a lady on Facebook who their kid has this new medicine that I'm waiting for. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, he got a compassionate something, law, something overturned, something. Sure. And sure. so he's able to use it, even though it's not FDA approved. Um, but I can't do that. Um, why? I think it's because he's a baby. We, uh, he's a wee. Yeah, he's wee. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm not. Right. And this, although is a necessary surgery, is kind of by choice. It's just like a quality sure. of life thing. Sure. So I don't, boner. I don't know. Yeah, it's a boner. 
It's a real boner. That's a real boner. It's a real boner. (laughs) Well, hell yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited that you are getting there mentally as well as physically, even though that results in bad pain. But I think on the other side of that, we'll be good. It's probably good. And I, I needed the pain to get me there. So. Hey, I, I'm always saying that. Yeah, so welcome, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, help me with my dilemma. How do I buy a, a gift? You got it. Okay, so. Thank you. Uh, sci-fi fantasy is what I bought your boyfriend. It was. It's cute. I saw it. It's cute. He likes it. Thank you so much. But I uh, can't copy you. No, you cannot. Ruka was the second option because he likes Ruka. Yeah. Also a skate brand. Yeah. So we're seeing a theme here. For yeah sure yeah i mean i could have told you that definitely um so i'm definitely. gonna hit you i'm gonna hit you with some skate brands that he might not have you know and i'm hoping that we can find something just some piece of like skateboarding merch that he might be surprised that you even know about because it's some okay. inside baseball you know what i mean that's fun yeah i like that because he likes his i know he likes ohio skateboards okay great uh that is true so I think a lot of local skate shops will sell hoodies and stuff and T-shirts. And I know he went to a skate shop in Cincinnati near yeah, your I, old apartment. I, I know the specific one that he went to because it was, yeah, really close to my apartment. That's fun. It is. We are cutting it close. So I would have to look at that like tonight. That is probably true. Okay. Yeah. So that's on that's on the table. Yeah. I think some Thrasher merch is always safe. Okay. Uh, cause that's where we watch our skate videos on YouTube and whatnot. Okay. Okay. Some Thrasher merch is safe. Alien Workshop is a board company from Ohio. Um, okay. I think, I think I heard him mention that early on in our relationship. Sure. Your relationship. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) 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 yeah. Cause I remember, I remember him saying he likes Ohio boards. I don't remember a lot of Ohio brands. But Alien Workshop is certainly one of them. Thrasher is national, but is is like the guy. Okay, um, what if I what if I said because I think that's a good that gives me some material for the skate direction. Mm. What if I said there was also like a PC like micro center direction we love could go it. in? Yeah. Ooh, love it. Okay, I'm picturing his setup right now. His controller is kind of old, but he doesn't use a controller a lot, eh? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He laid out a controller for me uh, when I stayed at your apartment, and it was... No, I guess it was okay. All right, all right. So scratch, scratch the controller. I don't think he uses it. It's, it's okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't see it right now. <clears throat> it's blue. Okay, yeah, I don't see it. But yeah, you might have it put away. Um. Okay, okay. Got it, because he's got a pretty decent setup already. Mm-hmm. So anything we get is going to be some sort of accessory that isn't necessary, but is like a nice quality of life thing, right? Mm-hmm. He did just buy a new monitor and mount. He bought a new monitor it. and he's got that nice keyboard with uh, sw- hot swappable keycaps and key switches. Okay. All right. Good okay. to know. The key switches are from China. Okay. Far so that, that's going to be far. That's going to yeah, take a while. That's going to take a while. That's I don't, far. I don't know if that's going to be our answer here. No, for sure. We could maybe find them elsewhere, like, say, Amazon. Um, But that's not, you know, that's not authentic. No, it would be authentic. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Like, but I went to Amazon to buy mine, but they didn't have the ones I liked in stock. And, and so I, I ha- wouldn't know what kind he likes. I'll help you out. Oh, you you know? Yeah, I've heard him describe his ideal sound coming from a keyboard as a thonk rather than a click. I would. That's great that you remember that detail. Which is my preference as well, which is why I remembered. And so sure. I know how to achieve that. I will send you a link. Okay, great. <laughs> Another cute thing might be a key cap for the keyboards that you could get off of like an Etsy. Again, that would probably have to be pretty quick because of the holiday and the fact that they're not, you know, a corporation. Right, for sure. But like a custom space bar that's cute, you know, like that you picked out or like... Does it have to be a, a type of like, can I just search for space bar or does it have to be like a special shape? Yeah, I think the keyboard Jimmy and I have is the standard shape. Right, because you have the same one. Okay. Because we have the same one. Um, But I will double check. I'll send you the link to the, or I, I'll just, I'll send you the information about the keyboard's key uh, shapes. Great, 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 great. Then we can go on Etsy. We can find like, I don't know. They they make cool like little custom keycaps that are cute. Okay. Okay. So I think that's that direction. What if I wanted to go in like, a, what do boys like for like self-care? What if I want to go in that direction? Yes. So Jimmy's like my age mm-hmm. and we didn't really have a word for that growing up. Okay. Um. So we don't have a lot of experience. Okay self-care jimmy's got nice hair yeah this is another avenue much like the pc where we have the basics probably taken care of Uh and so the the gift is going to be a quality of life additive that Mm -hmm. he might not have even thought of okay so i'm trying to think of myself jimmy's got tattoos yeah we could get a nice like like tattoo like lotion you know Okay. One of those, like, I see, I get ads for them on Instagram sometimes where it's like, bring out the color of your tattoos with this cool lotion. And as a boy, I need a, I need something else to motivate me to moisturize. Yeah. I mean, I, um, that's, that's just lotion. It's just lotion for sure. But yeah. boy brain, I need it to say, it's going to make your tattoo so pretty, dude. I, that, I mean, that could really be any lotion at all. There, for sure. There's no way that there's a special tattoo lotion, like for real. I agree with you. And listen, eye lotion with not tattoo lotion. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, you could get, like, it's like dude wipes. You know what I mean? Dude wipes are not anything but a baby wipe, a moist towelette. Right. I mean, but that's just, I, I listen, it's, it's silly to me that you guys need special, special special permission from the marketing companies in in order to use products i totally agree with you natalie but in the interest (laughs) of just getting this present ordered i don't know if we can fix that (laughs) i don't know if we can fix the male brain right now i I do think i can actually (laughs) i can change him i agree (laughs) i totally agree um but right now we might we might just have to to get down to to ordering some so here's okay, because self care we're bad at men well, generally. Well, because that's what he got me was a self care item. So oh, like, that's cute. Yeah, I, he got me a Theragun. Love which it. Is a really good gift. So like, you understand the pressure I'm under. 
Yeah, that's a great gift. Oh my God, he set you up for failure. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, that that is a great gift. Okay, okay, okay. Self-care. I think maybe also a nice, I, I like, does he wear cologne ever? You know, he doesn't, but I I would like that. But like, that feels like a gift for me. I know, but I kind of like that because the even though this implication is is woven throughout your lives because you live together, it is a nice like I'm planning on smelling you a lot, and this I like this, and so right, I want I right. want you to smell like this. This would be good for both of us. Okay, okay, okay. I can work with that. I can work. So with maybe that. a nice I can, scent. I can go to that, Sephora for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that again, it's something that like he doesn't ordinarily do. And I don't either, but it's just because like I I don't buy cologne for myself. I want the people around me who smell me to buy me cologne. You know. Okay. 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 All right. That's good. I can work with that. I assume he has kitchen stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's all about it. And yeah, we're like kind of like redoing the kitchen right now anyway. And so I'm buying a bunch of like organizational stuff. And so I feel like I'm already covering that slam dunk. Does he does he need a new skateboard? I mean, he, I mean, he's got some over there, but probably, I don't probably, I don't know. Does that'd he? be kind of cool? You've seen it, right? I could go get it. Yeah, it's definitely old. I'm pretty sure the the brand that it is doesn't even exist anymore. Um, he does have some, but. Is there a difference between like wall skateboards and not wall skateboards? Oh, for sure. You got your wall hangers and you got your your riders, you know. Because I think these are wall hangers, likely. Yeah. And those might not be the right shape. Those might not be the you know, the right width or whatever. And maybe he does like his skateboard, but honestly, I feel like a lot of skaters just don't buy new stuff because it is, you know, it's a little pricey. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe a new deck, maybe a new set of trucks. The problem is we're going to have to figure out what size all that stuff is. I mean, if I could show it to you. I could eyeball the trucks, but not the board. I mean, I have a, I have a tape measure. Okay. Yes. Okay. So if you, if you have a tape measure, there's two things you need to measure. In the middle, just across, like the width of the skateboard. Okay. And then from truck to truck. Okay. That as well. Okay. And Jimmy is pretty casual. He's not like a crazy. I imagine he's not too particular, but we want the width. You know, he's he's a big boy. He probably likes a little wider board. Mm-hmm. But those trucks are definitely old. The wheels are probably a little old. So okay, we could okay. we could also maybe order could, him some skate stuff. We could upgrade stuff. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. This is great. I should have asked you a long time ago. You know? Thank you for knowing my boyfriend so yeah, well. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I did have one other item of discussion, but I wanted to ask you if you had anything. I was just going to tell you about my volunteering that I did because it, you know, oh, it's, yeah. tell it's me about almost that. not worth it if I don't talk about it on my podcast. Right. Exactly. So my mom volunteers because she's a nice lady. She's so nice. And she's retired. retired. Yeah. Retired yep. nice lady that's a volunteer. But I'm unemployed. Right. And so multiple times my mother has said to me, see you later. I'm going to go help people. And then right. I say, And you're just cool. like, sick. Ryan gets off of work in three hours. We're going to play Rocket League. Yeah. 
Now, I've kind of gotten away with it because a lot of her volunteerism is predicated on the fact that she is a registered nurse. And her knee work. And her knee work, for sure. For sure, her knee work. Not much better than mine, to be honest. <laughs> sure, 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 fair. <laughs> um, but I'm not a registered nurse. I can't, like, give vaccines or whatever. They don't let people. me do that anymore. Right. <laughs> so uh, I kind of got away with it, but then she told me she was volunteering at this, like, nice charity in Finley that gives away coats to needy people. They take donations all year and then they have like 3,000 coats and just, you know, fling the doors open and say, come, come get it. Hell yeah. And I was like, oh, I could do that. You know, that's no, you don't need any credentials to do that. I could do that. Yeah. And so I was like, sign me up. I'll go Hell work yeah. with you. That sounds great. Uh, I didn't consider the amount of knee that would be needed during that process. I kind sure. of didn't know what our jobs were we're going to be at all when you told me about about it i assumed it was just like give coat yeah okay it's we want them to be able to pick out their coats and so mm -hmm. it's not just give coat there's someone that checks people in someone will come up to you you'll say how many how many coats you need how many people in the family they tell you you ask what size is you write that down then you hand them that slip and they go give it to somebody that person gives them a bag and then someone else comes over and takes them around this big warehouse and takes them to the sections they need to go to, helps them pick out coats, and then takes them over to some blankets and hats and mittens that we had as well. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I hear those jobs and I say, check-in guy. 100%. Yeah. I don't want to walk around. <laughs> I cannot walk around with people. Uh, I'll get tired very quickly. And my shift was like three hours or something. And so I said, check-in guy. Which turned out to be the best because I got to interact with like a third of the people that were coming through and hundreds of people came through and it was really nice. I got to talk Aww. to a bunch of people. Uh, the only downside was the person next to me was an old lady named Peggy and she was kind of mean. <laughs> uh, it was like just very short. She just like didn't have any customer service going on. Sure, sure. And, and also was like... Definitely a little racist or like a little <laughs> xenophobic. And so yeah, anytime yeah, yeah, yeah. like a trans, I saw a trans woman walk in and I was like, hey, over, over here, here. Yeah, we're free over yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I saw there are a bunch of Haitians in Finley. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know why, but there is a reason. So a, sh <laughs> oh. a, shit, a shit ton of Haitians in Finley, most of whom do not speak English. Uh, and so they arranged with it, uh, this thing with the church. That, so they would like pick them up from the hotel they're all living at. And they would drop them off. And they also provided a translator who sat next to me and translated. So cool. Yeah, that's cool as hell. First of all, the accent. Yeah. So sick. Yeah, it's like French. It is French, <laughs> but right. like Haitian French. <laughs> sure. And they, they also, like some speak English, but it's like a Haitian Creole. It's so yeah. sick. Yeah. Uh, so that was wonderful. And I don't, I got to tell you, the volunteering thing is nice. Yeah. You walk out of there and you're like, wow, well, I did, I did, some, I I did, did something. That. That's nice. That's nice. It's a good thing. My, but I have to tell you about my favorite customer. Mm-hmm. So a man and a woman approach me together. Uh, they're probably like my age, maybe a little bit older, mid thirties. Uh, 
And obviously everyone coming to this place is someone who is in need for some reason. Yeah. Within the first couple seconds, I just get the sense that probably a cognitive disability that's preventing them from finding steady work, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ask them how many people are in the family. They say two. They give me their sizes. And then I was like, all right, is that is that everything? Because, you know, some people would kind of be scared to like, well, I also kind of wanted to get my grandma something, but she doesn't technically live with us. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like against the rules, but I would always be like, yeah, I'm just yeah, going to, I'm just going to fucking write it down here, but yeah, um, whatever. So I kind of got to that point in the conversation with these two. I was like, is there anyone else you want to get a coat for? And the woman was the person with whom I was speaking. The man was beside her with a Carhartt like jacket on that was zipped up. She touched his belly and said, we have a little bear. And he's like our baby, and we would like to get him a coat as well. What? Bear? Yes. Um, what? Teddy bear, I presumably. Uh, okay. I didn't see it, but she tapped okay. his belly, and I thought he's in the jacket because he's cold. Right. Doesn't have a jacket. So he's in the man's belly. She was like, I don't. She actually didn't seem too concerned with this, but again, I was happy that she came to me and not Peggy. Right. Peggy would have destroyed her. Generally speaking, we probably wouldn't we wouldn't do that. I said, I'm gonna write toddler on this <laughs> form. <laughs> You're gonna go look at the jacket. I probably wouldn't take him out, but you can, you know, ballpark the size based on the bear, and then it'll be his. And and so they like took my form. Uh they said thank you. They left. Uh and I was like, that was adorable. Very cute, very strange. It was, it was like such a tonal shift from most of my morning, which was like people just trying to get in and out. There was a shit ton of people there, whatever. Then there's these two, these two kids in love who were like, "We have a bear we need to take care of, and it's cold." And then, yeah, I, I, I would have been way more startled and concerned that it was like a small dog or something. Sure, that is fair. That is fair. Um, but like before, I could really process it anymore. About like 20 minutes later, I see them by the exit and I see him take out the bear. Okay. A tiny little teddy bear with got it, just like a tan teddy bear and they put the jacket on him. Amazing. And then they left and I was like, adorable. Love it. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Great. Okay. Love it. Oh, no. yeah. He volunteered. He's a philanthropist. You know, that's what they call me. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. Again, I don't. I think volunteerism has to be pretty specific for me. Yeah. I want something that I can actually do, but, you know, get in where you fit in. And it seemed like I fit in here. You sure did. And Peggy didn't. Peggy did not. I was happy to be there as, <laughs> as the yin to her yang, for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, so I was, um, I was thinking about my past. <laughs> I was thinking about my youth. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about what it must be like to be like a teenager right now in the world. Mm. And I was like, what are the teens like? How do I know? How do yeah. I learn what it's like to be a teen? Good question. And then I thought to myself, this is, I'm taking you on a journey and you're not going to know where you're going to end up. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought to myself, well, how did I learn how to be a teen when I was a teen? And I was like, 
the fashion magazine Teen Vogue. Of course, yeah. So I went on the Teen Vogue website cir- circa now. Okay. And it's still, still in business. A, it's still in business. Okay. And you know, they are writing like they 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 still have like some fashion pieces and some celebrity pieces, but they had pieces that were like hi Finn. Yeah, my cat's here. <laughs> they had pieces that were like talking about the financial cost of like being a dreamer and like oh. or like what it's like to like be a teenager. Uh, in Gaza right now, like wow, just like some like interesting pieces. That's cool. And I was like, man, I don't think I don't think I worried <laughs> about this sh- this shit uh-uh. when I was a teenager. Like, there was definitely not a piece in Teen Vogue about like what it was like to be a teenager in Afghanistan. You know, certainly not, certainly not. Wow, that's so I was a good like, point. I was like, I want to know. I I want to remember. Um, so I did go onto the Wayback Machine, of course. And I looked up Teen Vogue in 2010. The differences in the tones of articles are hilarious. Uh, The first one I saw was like, get to know Liam Hemsworth. Incredible. Incredible. That's what I associate with it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I I really didn't have anything to say about it other than that. It was just interesting. Um, But I did while I was looking on uh, the Teen Vogue Wayback Machine. Yeah. I did find um, a gem of a of a, a piece of the internet that I would did want to share with you. Oh, I um, love it. If it will load again, let's find out. Yeah, because that's I tough had the with page those. open, but I don't know about it. You might lose it. Um. You might lose it. Is are Vogue the ones that Billie Eilish just kind of had beef with? Did she have beef? I thought she did like an interview with them every year. She. Or that, that was that Vanity Fair. I think that's Vanity she- Fair. Okay. But Billie Eilish just did a story with I thought it was Vogue, where she talked about being into women. <coughs> oh. And then they put it on the cover. And then she kind of talked about how. Oh, I think she deleted the post. Oh no, Variety. Hmm. She made an Instagram post that said, thanks, Variety, for my award and also for outing me on the red carpet at 11 a.m. instead of talking about anything else that matters. Damn. Because they were just like, Billy, you're gay? You kind of you came out. And she was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. It's a, it's a wild little interview on the red carpet. I did see something that was like, she was like, I didn't think I had to. <laughs> yes. That, yeah, it's that, it's that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then she took to Instagram and was like, I like boys and girls, to be clear. Leave me alone. And please, literally, who cares? <laughs> well, I don't think it's going to load. But the artifact mm. was, are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? And it was a little quiz. And it was so funny because literally every question, it would be like, what kind of boy do you like? And then A would be somebody brooding and quiet and then b would be somebody energetic and outspoken that's incredible (laughs) it was like did not obfuscate like what the results would be if you chose one or the other yeah honestly i'm impressed they came up with any questions though because to me that quiz is this man or this one or this one (laughs) (laughs) yeah so for sure props props to some writer back then who had to come up with like 
presumably more than five yeah, like questions. questions. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you like your partner's skin to glisten or be furry? <laughs> <laughs> Not going to tell like- you what this means, but just so you know. Oh, man. Um. Okay. So we yes. haven't done an enemy of the pod for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a lady over a couple months ago. Okay. Uh, I I I told you about her. Just just yeah. a friend from way back, but it was very nice because like she she kind of broke down some insecurities that I had about like hanging out with with a lady. I love it. It was wonderful. Um, however, during it, uh, we were trying to pick something to watch on the TV. And she was like, do you like stand-up comedy? And I said, yes. Okay. That's one of my things. And she was like, oh, there's this guy, Matt Reif. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that that might be where this was going. Now, at the time, I had no idea who he was. Um, This was, man, this was probably like five months ago now, five or six months ago. She played one of his specials, and I didn't like it. Right. Um... I didn't get it for sure, but I was also kind of aware that like me, I'm not the audience for this. And if there's a lesson that I think a lot like white straight men should learn is like, just because you're not the audience mm-hmm. for something does not mean that it's not a good thing. Yeah. And so I kind of walked away from it like, all right, well, that wasn't for me, but you know, he's, he is hot. Yeah. Yeah. He is hot. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he's speaking to someone who isn't me. That's fine. Um, but I, I got a bad vibe. Yeah. And our friend Ryan can attest to this. He and I spent a number of weeks talking about uh, the uneasy feeling we had when we heard Matt Reif speak. Yes. Yeah. And then one day we spent our entire like hour and a half conversation talking about how we didn't like him and how it's not going to work. And then the next day his Netflix special came out. Yeah. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Which yep. didn't go well. No. Wasn't received well, certainly. I would say no. Uh, and I would say his his response to that reception also wasn't great. Bad. And I, you know, I was certainly ready to make him an enemy of, of the pot at that time. Right. However, now we have uh, even more of a reason because what do you do? Natalie, okay. You're a heterosexual, hot white guy. <laughs> Oh, okay. Heterosexual is the weirdest part of that. You're a heterosexual (laughs) hot white guy. I love to be straight. Exactly, and you're you got your cheekbones, and you're telling cheekbones, and my I'm swinging my dick around, swinging your dick around. You're telling your jokes, right? Now your jokes don't go well. (laughs) (laughs) And you want to do presumably want to continue your career of being a hot straight white guy telling jokes. Now you want to go explain yourself somewhere. Um yeah. and there's a lot of avenues to do that now. There's podcasts, there you know, you could do your own thing on YouTube, million things. Who who would you reach out to to kind of bridge the gap between your bad PR and your fans that are upset? Is there a famous podcaster that would jump out to you that would be the right person to kind of navigate that space? Mm-hmm. 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 Who is that? I don't. I I actually don't know. I think I've seen this interview, but I don't think I knew who was on the other side of it. 
But was it Joe Rogan? No. Okay. Because Joe Rogan maybe could have done something for him, but he went to our boy, oh. Jordan, Jordan Peterson. Did he? Oh, <laughs> God. I guess I just... Yeah. Listen, uh, just my quick, my quick two cents on Matt Reif is he's such a dumb fuck yeah, yeah, that yeah. I just haven't even... Like, I see him and I scroll. You know what I mean? Like... Same. Same. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, that that is very true. A lot, a lot of my analysis of this was purely gleamed just from from screenshots and headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what jokes people were upset about. I just I didn't have a good read on him. And then domestic yeah. violence, I heard, was the subject matter. Yeah, my my what my understanding is like it was like the first joke of his new special was like about the punchline was like if a woman can't cook she gets hit or something. Great. Okay. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Great material. Great. Really good. Um, Really funny. Really really fresh. Really funky. Really fun. Really fresh joke. Really Um, fresh joke, dude. Fresh joke. And so I didn't basically again I was ready to make an, uh, an enemy of the pod before all that, and so I didn't need a reason. I just needed other people to be like, we also don't get good vibes from this guy. Yeah, And that kind of passed, right? Uh, you know, again, Ryan and I reconvened. We kind of laughed at the fact that like, oh, we were just talking about how this guy was a bad guy. And now his Netflix special came out and everyone knows. And then two days later, I'm scrolling Twitter and I see he's engaged with with X or with um with Jordan Peterson. And I was yeah, like famous enemy of the pod. Yeah, I was like, of all the people. You're doubling down rather than doing damage control, which is hilarious. A choice. A PR choice. Certainly a choice. Yeah. And again, haven't watched the interview, but I don't need to. No, no. Gosh. It's so easy to just not. So easy to just not. He had it all, baby. He really did. Pot white guy fucking telling jokes, making mm-hmm. TikToks. Got a Netflix That's all you had to do. All you had to do was not. Just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. You make nice jokes, you get extra credit. Oh my god, this is incredible! Yeah, but, but, no, but yeah, what is he gaining? I guess nothing. Eh, who can just say? bad, just bad. Free speech, free speech. You want free speech? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bad, bad stuff. Um, don't like. I uh, he has a punch me face, and he's definitely gotten like lip fillers, which is funny. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> he does, and he does have a punch me face. And it, it's hard. It's, it is an interesting uh, feeling when someone is conventionally attractive but has a very punchable face. And Matt Reif is certainly one of those dudes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So enemy of the pod. Sure. Enemy of the pod for sure. Yeah. Just wanted enemy to get that on record. Sure. Again, it's not, it's not a big revelation now. It's kind of an obvious put person to put on our enemy of the pod list, but I did want to get him on there. And, you know, if anyone, if anyone's second guessing, please talk to Ryan, reach out to Ryan and ask him when I first brought Matt, Matt Rife to him. So we, we, could, we don't, you don't need receipts for being a good boy. You're a good boy. It's just a vibe checker. I, I am. A, I'm a, I'm a good boy, but good I do, boy. I, but I want my vibe check to be, um, verifiable. Verifi- yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um I've uh, I've I did want to I did want to quickly this is a complete change in topic, but I did want to com- quickly brag. Um, oh, please. Because I am excited 
that I've never cared about what the game of the year was before. Uh huh. It and Baldur's Gate three did win. Oh, that's true. And I just think it's fun that I am play. I play that, and you don't. And I think that maybe means I'm more of a gamer than you. Well, I don't know if it means you're more of a dude. Honestly, though, yeah. Listen, my instinct here is to fight back. Yeah. Because over the course of our lives, you know, you're never going to catch up. Mm-hmm. Natalie, I'm coming for you. You're never going to catch up. Uh, but <laughs> I do think you probably. You spent a lot of time with Boulder Skate 3 this year, and I, I, I'll say the gamer of the year yeah. of this podcast yeah. is you. That's me. It's you. That's me, baby. I, dude, I, me. I was on Twitter, and I saw that people were super mad that it won. Dude, that's so funny because like I knew that was happening, but that was just completely not the culture that I was in. Like That's, that's so not nice. what the algorithm was showing me. That's so nice. Yeah. Were you on Twitter? No, I was on okay. Instagram. Yes, Instagram's better at that. Twitter likes to show me things that make me mad so I stay on there longer, I think. I just don't, yeah, I don't like that. No, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Yeah. I watched a two-hour podcast I hated because I hated it. Yeah. And that's not how to live your life. I don't have room for that. I don't have space. I don't have energy. No. Get it out of here. Yeah, my attention is currency, you know, and I'm on a budget. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Swish. That's right. She just shot a real basketball. I just shot a real basketball. <laughs> That's beautiful. I, when did you install that hoop? <laughs> I just, you know. <laughs> wow. How I didn't you? even know you had it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-person thing. Yep. That works, two of us. Alley-oop? Yep. Oh, that's true. I alley-ooped it to you? No. I alley-ooped it to me and you watched. You alley-ooped it to yourself? Yeah. That's not how that works. Mm, I don't do know that. what an alley oop is. <laughs> <laughs> well, just know you can't do it yourself. I think you can. Um, I guess you could, but it's more of a just a dunk. That's me. All right, you're a dunker. I'm a dunker. I did also want to tell you that we, um, this house is still doing our SVU rewatch. Wow. Um, we've made it to season nine. There's a lot of content. There's we're watching an episode right now that has Method Man in it. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? I guess he did it acting. He was acting for a while. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> has Method Man in it. And um during that episode, uh I think it was eighty eight Casey Novak said the line, That's ludicrous. And we Beautiful. got to say, No, that's, that's Method, Method Man. Man. <laughs> Which was fun. That is fun. <laughs> that Especially is fun. because Ludacris was on a couple episodes ago. What? What the fuck was happening? They they were just, <laughs> I guess, dude, I mean, it's just the perfect series for guest stars. Cameos. Yeah. Yeah. It really that's is. In, that's incredible. Yeah. I guess everyone that was living in New York for a certain period was on SVU. Yeah. Jimmy found something that was like, if you go to a Broadway show and like the actors don't have SVU credits, there was a quote that said this. It's going to be a shit show. It's going to be a bad show. Yeah. It's going to be a bad show. I feel, yeah, they were all on there. Rain Wilson was on an episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, we're always seeing people. We're always yeah. like, is that so-and-so? Yeah. <laughs> is that James Vanderbeek? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goddamn. Like, yeah. And it was. 
Yeah. And he killed Dawson? it. From Dawson's uh, Creek? Dawson? <laughs> um uh. Listen, we hit we we're at 44 minutes. Yeah, we did it. And uh, yeah, let's tell the people what we decided. Which is we're that g- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep the episodes a little bit shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is for both of us. This is for both of us and for Bo- you. R- right, both of us hosts and audience. And audience. Yes. And but both of us you but both me. of us hosts. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's for all of us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, usually we shoot for an hour. We always go a little bit over. I think moving forward, we're going to shoot for 30 minutes and probably always go a little bit over. But just in the interest of, like, keeping things funky fresh, keeping funky, us fresh, motivated fresh and, like, not yeah. overwhelmed. Like, today, I got a bad knee. I'm in bed. Yeah. Yeah. If, because if, I'll tell you what. Sometimes it's overwhelming. To Sometimes do this here, cast so hard. You gotta talk for an hour. Talk for an hour. I mean, <laughs> I love you, but like, talk for an hour and have be fun. Here's the thing: I still call you mm. on the telephone, and we right. still talk. Yeah, but like, I feel like during those conversations, like, I don't know, there can be lulls, and like, yes, we can just not have to worry about the conversational flow. Right, right. We're not doing bits all the time. Yeah. Um, so anyway, shorter podcast. I think better. Shorter podcast. Yeah, I think better too. Yeah. I think chiller. I think chiller. I think better chiller. Um, but with that in mind, I had a question for you before we start to wrap up. I love that. I was watching a commercial for Taylor Swift's movie. Oh, yeah. And I was struck with just how powerful of a figure she presented uh Mm -hmm. during her concerts like like a majestic like oh my god look at this like goddess you know yeah uh badass bitch i think you would say sure however i've always understood the appeal of taylor swift as being like your every woman okay and I, i i guess i was just struck with that dichotomy there of like it it's interesting that being very relatable mm-hmm. got her to the point where now she's it's like oh my god look at this incredible show being put on by this like incredible performer yeah and as as a swifty yeah how do you f- i guess like do you are you relating to the woman up there is it more like because beyonce to me was always everyone was in awe of beyonce it was like yeah she was otherworldly and Taylor kind of seems similar, but that wasn't like that wasn't her shtick necessarily. So I think my response to that is like, I think she her success as an every woman and in in the through the lens of relatability is that like she I think really beautifully does the thing where when you are doing poetry or lyrics and you are able to make things very hyper specific, it becomes more universal in that yeah. hyper specificity. So I think she does that really, really well. And that hyper specificity becomes detail and theme and like motif. And like mm. it has made these very um distinct eras in her career, thus mm-hmm. the eras tour. Sure. And so it's like, 
I don't know. When you see her doing the Eras tour, and and I don't know if you could glean this from the commercials and just what you've seen, but like it, it's a show where she does like she'll play songs from one era and then move on to another, and then there's like an acoustic oh, set, and then she sure. does like she does it in these very like, and there are specific costumes for each era, and so it's like you're seeing this person who you grew up with, you know, like I like. She was a teenager when I was a teenager. I mean, she's, I think, 34 now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, we, we you kind of got her to, you got to see her grow up a little bit. And it's like, I don't know, she is just this avatar for nostalgia, but also having so closely followed her personal life. Like, there's relatability there in terms of, like, the trials and tribulations that she's gone through in her dating life. And mm. now you're kind of seeing her in this, like, triumphant space and yeah i don't know it, it's it i think it all comes together in this like i was rooting for her in the same way i was rooting for myself in a lot of ways and to right. see her as this fully realized figure kind of does a lot for my own understanding of my own like womanhood and maturity and like i don't know like does that make sense totally that's yeah that's that's very lovely because because again I, I was like it's so easy to compare her to beyonce just because mm -hmm. that's like the other best-selling artist in the world, you know, right. who was like, yeah. who had the same sort of reverence, but like, yeah, I think, I think looking at, I was like misreading the triumph, I think where it was like, it reminded me of like comedy too, where people are funny until they're in Madison square garden. And then it's like, it's right. less funny because the relatability is gone. The like, but, but I think the importance there is the, the evolution and your connection with the evolution and now it's more it's like a celebration rather than like a bowing down <laughs> you, you know like which bowing down has its place too i love that too of like oh my god when i think of aesop rock it's not relatable it's totally just like look at this dude yeah rapping in such a cool way that i can't even relate with but with taylor i think yeah it was hard to merge those things in my mind but that very much answered that question I will also say that Taylor, like, I don't know, the Ayers tour has kind of, I think, been her most heavily publicized concert. But for her stadium tours from other eras, she's always been a theater kid. Like, sure. she's always pulling shit off. Yeah. Like, so it's it's very typical. And that's, I think, one of the reasons people like her is she's a great performer. Yeah, sure. And And I think as someone who hasn't, like, seen concert footage up until now, I got the most drastic introduction the most dramatic yeah. introduction to it. And so I think that also was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? You and your mom should sit down together and watch the Reputation Stadium Tour video for, on Netflix. I think you would both really like it. <laughs> I'm sure we would. I'd be down yeah. for that. That's good. <laughs> I'll add that to the list. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love it. Hell yeah. Well, you want to you wanna pull this car into the car park? That sounds good. You British? Beep bop. Do they have car parks? Car park. Oh. Yeah. One more funny thing. Please. About the volunteerism. The Haitian woman next to me was translating. Yes. She speaks English, but is definitely from Haiti, right? Sure. Now, we were, we basically just rented, we, the organizers rented like two tennis, indoor tennis courts from the YMCA, and that's what we were using. Okay. And like, 
they were open and people were working out there. And so the organizers were like, listen, we don't really want to use their bathroom. So if anyone has to go to the bathroom, unfortunately, but we rented a porta potty. So just like yeah. send them to this porta potty outside. And a Haitian man came up to the table and asked where the bathroom was. And then the translator looked at me and I was like, there's a porta potty outside. And she was like, I don't know what words that, you said. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, of course you don't. That is, it's such a stupid thing to call it that makes no sense. A porta potty. Yeah, I can see how that would not translate. How, how is she going to, she doesn't know what that is. How is she going to translate it? I was just like, it's like a plastic uh, outhouse. Thing. Yeah. And she was okay. like, all right, I got that. All right. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it was, it was <laughs> you, me wondering if British people call them car parks. I was like, I wonder if. Yeah. Porta potty. Ooh, I wonder what a British person calls a porta potty because I bet it's something stupid. Oh yeah. I'm gonna look it up. A plasti bog. <laughs> a plasti bog. <laughs> porta. Porta potty British? Question mark. Potty. <laughs> British porta potty. What are portable bathrooms called? Portaloos. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's incredible. That's as that's... a portaloo. As much as I could have hoped for. Yeah, yeah. A portaloo. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, they, yeah, they use. I mean, they, they, yeah. We use the same format. We just call them potties. They call them loos. <laughs> <laughs> and that's adorable. Ooh, I wonder what they call them in Australia. I can't do an Australian accent. I can only do it if I'm saying something Australia. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I think they just. <laughs> they probably just stole it from the British, right? Well. There's, I think they call them portable toilets, but there is a brand. Oh, wait, they might be called Dunnies. That's fun. Incredible. Of course. A Dunny. I'm sure they have a very short, specific word. That's so funny. Dunny's great. That's great. Well, now you can't right. say you haven't learned something, audience. Hey, that's the educational portion of this mm. year's podcast. <laughs> All right, I want to say thank you to Kevin Budnick for our cover art, to Randall and Ryan for our intro. I want to say thank you to Paige for her editing prowess. I want to say thank you to Michael for being my friend and helping me buy a Christmas present for my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. uh, and I want to say thank you to you for listening. And hey, if you made it this far, okay, okay, it's the holiday season, right? Jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle. I think I'll just say, I think dreidel, I'll just dreidel. say, just uh, like my, like, this isn't even a prediction. This is just advice, which is buy yourself a holiday gift and don't feel bad about it. That's lovely. Yeah. I did that and it, it felt great. You have permission to feel great about that. Because you deserve it. You deserve it. Happy holidays. Love you. Love you. Uh, cool. All right. Um, do we? What do we? What else do we do? Um, um, I say I love you, and then we say the New York thing. Oh, you say the New York. Okay. Well, I think <laughs> all that's left to say is good, good night, night New, New York. York. We love you. Bye. My ex and <gasps> I podcast. <gasps> they're talking exes. <laughs> For the rest of us. We were making the outro like Hobo Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's awful. <laughs>